I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Time for a different type of fit tip, but it all matters. It's all connected. It's not Jim Gaffigan. How many of you know who he is? I'm sure many. And those of you who don't, you actually probably do. You've seen him, heard him. Like super successful stand-up comic, but so much more than that. He's written books. He's been in movies, on TV shows, on Broadway, like super successful. And I did comedy with him many, many, many years ago, back when he was starting out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've always been into two things, fitness and performing, the arts. I love both. And I have put both together and you know it's all part of that journey and so for years starting when I was starting to work out and do those push-ups that I talk about all the time when I was 15 years old and working out in the home gym well guess what was right next to the bench press in my home gym my drum kit right and so I was drumming then I got into acting uh and then I got into stand-up and then I was doing it all and this was high school, then college, played in, you know, a bunch of bands in high school, then one in college, played all over Boston, was, you know, we did reach pretty decent level playing places like the Paradise and the Channel, for those of you who are, you know, and, and all the clubs around then, uh, that were around then. And then there was a college comedy contest, BU, BC, I went to BC, and I did it, and I did pretty well. And I knew I did pretty well because I watched a guy who was the MC who is also well-known, but not as well-known as Jim Gaffigan, by the way, who was emceeing that show and he stole one of my jokes and did it on the MTV Half Hour Comedy Hour. I said, if it's good enough to steal, I must have something here, right? So I've been doing all these things, right? And it makes sense now, you know? It always made sense to me, but I'd have friends who say, oh, why'd you quit stand-up? You didn't make it? I go, no, <laughs> it's part of the journey, you know? And I'll get to the point where I knew it was time to stop. And, you know, I was doing acting classes. I was doing private classes, uh, private, you know, uh, acting coaches. Um, again, college for years after college, handful of years. I was taking college um, courses in the summer. One of the greatest classes I ever took was a four-hour improv movement class at Emerson. Bizarre, but got rid of all the uh, inhibitions and things like that. Um, but it makes sense now. You know, it's like Reese's Pieces, one of my favorite candies, right? Chocolate and peanut butter together. I've got fitness, exercise, and I've got performing and moving people and creating. This is what I love to do. And now it's all together. You know, I taught classes and now uh, it, 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 that also, amongst many other things, gave me the experience and confidence and ability to do what I do today the lectures, the TV interviews, hosting the DVD programs like Supreme 90 Day, the Abs Diet Workout, shopping channel appearances, two radio shows, this podcast, so many other things. And so let me go back to New York City, though, and what Jim Gaffigan taught me. You know, I used to do the clubs like the New York Comedy Club, Stand Up New York, and the Improv. And then I also did the Treehouse Comedy Clubs, and I also put up some shows, and I'm going to read you a ticket that I have right here that I made uh, when I used to produce shows. But I met Jim at the Improv. Silver Friedman was running the Improv. Bud Friedman was running the Improv in L.A. And they used to call it the Irish Catholic Hour. We both got passed, quote unquote, which meant you were a regular. And it meant you got a 
literally a couple dollars to start. I vividly remember Silver Friedman giving me $7 after a show. $7, it wasn't enough to, you know, buy a drink <laughs> or get, you know, a train ride back uh, when I was commuting in and out. But it was amazing. And so Jim and I would perform together at the improv and I watched him get good. And I watched him get great. And then I started to produce shows uh, in New York City and, and in Connecticut as well just to get better and to get more stage time and literally just pulled this off the wall in my studio. It is a <laughs> a ticket to a show that I put up and the date is uh, Thursday, February 9th, 8 o'clock p.m. doesn't have the year, which I'm bummed about. Uh, 55 Grove Street Presents, Jim Gaffigan, Caroline's Comedy Central, the musical comedy of Tommy Holland. I was Tommy back then. Treehouse Comedy Clubs and special guests, Najee Hakeem, all tickets, $7.50, two drink minimum. 55 Grove Street and 7th Avenue South, okay? And so Gaffigan would be the headliner, I would be the middler, and this Najee Hakeem at the time, it would rotate, uh, would be the opener. What was special about Jim? He always came in with a huge notebook, like one of those five ring binders. And he taught me that to get really good, you have to stay uncomfortable just like with fitness, just like with everything else. What do I mean by that? One of the most brutal jobs, things you can do is stand-up comedy. You are trying to get good in front of an audience. You're trying to get good in, in front of an audience that you have to bring, so it's often your family and friends who start to really not want to come after a certain amount of time. And after a certain amount of time, if you do it long enough, you get 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes where you know it works if you're good enough. And you may just stay there. And when you're doing shows like I used to do, Poughkeepsie, Fishkill, New York, crazy venues, midnight, and things go sideways, and you've got new jokes to do, it's so easy to revert back to the stuff you know that works, the easy stuff. Gaffigan wouldn't do that. Gaffigan was always trying new stuff. Yes, he had his base jokes, right? Because you always, you know, you got to get the laughs to start with, but he was always trying new stuff okay and so he taught me again that to get really good at something you have to stay uncomfortable you can't play it safe even when you don't have to you have to keep failing and i don't like the word failing because i don't believe it's it's a concept it's not failing failing is not failing it's finding what works it's honing your craft it's building your self-efficacy it's building your skin thickening your skin increasing your skill set you have to keep trying new things. You have to stay just outside your comfort zone. You can't get complacent. You can, but you're never going to achieve what you're capable of. You build your base, sure, but you don't just stay there. And then guess what? Then it does get easier. But it's got to be uncomfortable for a while. And I experienced that. That's why I can do what I do the Today Show, Good Morning America appearances, things like that. You know, these hour-long, uh, you know, sometimes 10 shows a weekend, home uh, shopping channel appearances and things like that. It is nothing compared with, you know, being relatively bad at stand-up comedy when you're starting out. But I'm so happy I did it. And I love to think back to Gaffigan back in the day. And he was always good, but he was always getting better. And he never sat back. He was also a great guy, by the way. Super nice. 
And just like in fitness, most people focus on their strengths, right? There's a guy in my gym, amazing arms, but that's all he does is arms. And there's the, the, the parallel to comedy and exercise where you don't just focus on your strengths. You can, and you can get, you know, you can bring those strengths up, but to be really good, really healthy, differentiate yourself if that's what you're going for, you got to be uncomfortable. I'll never forget the night. We're at 55 Grove Street. We're both going to see agents the next day. And I said to Gaffigan, I think I'm done. <laughs> he said, what are you talking about? And I said, I think I'm doing the fitness thing. I'm going to the gym. Like, I like this. I took it as far as I think I can. I'm okay at it. Nowhere near what he was. But I just didn't, I wasn't passionate about it. And so, so grateful that I had that experience with him and to see his success now, absolutely unbelievable. All right? Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable a little bit. And it will get easier. And you will get stronger. And you will get more confident. And it's really, really amazing. Uh, and it's scary. <laughs> Again, nothing scarier than getting on stage in front of a drunk audience when you're really not that good at it. But when you start to get better, that's really cool. And you start to get really good. And whatever you're doing, that's awesome. All right. Tom H. Fit, Instagram, Tom H. Fit is Twitter. Please subscribe, follow the show, comment, whatever you can do to support it. Greatly appreciated. Remember, there are three things we all control, how much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind, and that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Believe in yourself. <laughs>